and welcome to episode 16 of the Scotch Podcast. Today I'm joined with Mr Stilwell and Mr Tremaine to talk about the Goose Island camp. So, Goose has got a pretty rich history with Scotch College. Do you to tell us a bit about that? For sure. Yeah, the, the history with um, Goose and Scotch has been going on a long time now. About 50, this is our 57th year that we've been going to the island. Goodness. Um, a hu- huge commitment to a place um, and that's really changed over time. Um, but originally started as a place to get away from, um, I guess, not so much day-to-day life, but escape the city, escape, um, I guess, the urban environment and be able to really get away from everything. And when was the first time you guys went to Goose? When was your first trip? Um, I've been thinking about this. I've probably been to Goose uh, school trip-wise for on and off about eight years now, I reken So. Probably, you know, mid-2015 time, I reckon, was the first time I got out there on a school camp. I've been out there a bit earlier with Mr Stilwell and Mr Kelly and some of the old staff members for some maintenance weekends, um, which is a great opportunity to get out there and get to know the place a little bit um, before you take students out there. Um, But, yeah, I reckon I've probably been out on the island getting on sort of 15, 20 times now. Veteran. (laughs) So a place on the back of your hand. Not Not as many as Mr Stilwell, though. Yeah, I think I'm probably almost up to 15 years. I think I did the maths a couple of years ago and I've almost spent a year of my life on Goose, which is... Wow, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, Long it's time. different. Yeah. And you go on every Goose camp, don't you? No. Oh, not everyone? No, nah, I would... I think I'd go uh, absolutely mad if I went <laughs> <laughs> every Goose camp, I'd be, yeah. If I'd, it was every camp, it'd be 35 days on an island. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be nuts. Yeah. That'd be wild. Yeah. Well, because I remember during our like, oh, what's it called? When you go for like the first few days and then yes. you come back to Adelaide and then you go to Goose later. Yep. And we did lots of like stuff with the Norunga community. How do we get that connection with them? Yeah, that's, that's been ongoing for a long, long period of time. When we first started going to Goose, um, some students from Point Pierce that were Narunga, um people came over and boarded at the school. That was in the sort of late 60s, early 70s. Um, and then more recently, we've re- sort of reconnected with the school, with the community at Point Pierce, um, with a range of different Narunga people with some amazing elders. Um, Uncle Eddie and Nana Peggy are a couple of those people um, that you might have met on those trips and, and being able to integrate into that community and, and build a really cool relationship and do some learning sort of on both sides. Like, you know, us being able to go in and learn from them and, and they've been able to do a little bit of the same, but that's, that's continuing to build that connection. Can you tell us a little bit about what happens on that two-day, like, introduction trip? Yep, yep, absolutely. So, generally, it's always different and it depends what's going on on the peninsula at that period in time, but generally we go into the school and we connect with the students there at Point Pierce. They've just got a school from reception to year three and then all the students go up to Maitland um, to, to go to high school. There's also kindy kids there, so get to spend some time with them, often get to spend some time with some elders or some other Narunga people. Uh, members of the Narunga community in Point Pierce. Um, sometimes go and have a look at uh, some of the sites that are around the peninsula. Botherers Rock is a, a sacred site that's out there and part of the dreaming um, of that place. Um, and then on that trip, we also spend some time kind of doing intro aquatic activities, like doing some sailing, doing some kayaking at, at Port Vincent on the other side of the peninsula. Well... <laughs> It's probably quite a fitting time that we're having this podcast. The year 10s are about to embark on their goose journeys. Mr Tremaine, why should people be getting excited about goose? Goose is just like one of those opportunities that you just don't often 
get a chance to do um, outside of say the Scotch community. Uh, it's a great opportunity to get out to disconnect from technology, uh, spend some quality time with some peers of yours uh, and in engage in uh, some aquatics activities. But to me, it's not always just about the activities, it's about the, the people you're there with for five days, building a relationship with, uh, with those uh, the peers, with the staff members that are out there and just really getting a great opportunity to, to be out in the elements and just uh, living as a, a group of people uh, together, um, relying on each other, um, but working together and just uh, fully enjoying the moment, really just taking opportunities of, uh, of what presents there and then. Definitely. Well, me and Tess actually went on Goose together. Yeah. Don't know if you know. <laughs> We've had some pretty fond memories on Goose Camp. Yep. One of which, um, we were in our tents one night and we... <laughs> We started making cat noises and seagull noises. And so dog noises. Oh, yeah, and dog noises. Because just like to trick everyone to think there was just a wild cat on the <laughs> island. I think it worked because there was a bit of talk about it in the morning. Uh, um, the Harry, the cam instructor, he was going to come <laughs> tell us off apparently. <laughs> You know, you know that funny. does work the other way when staff members are waiting for you to go to be quiet and you're making noises out there and, you, and people inside tents also think there's something outside. <laughs> no, uh, it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. What are your guys' funniest memories on Goose? Uh, I've got heaps. Uh, it's, there's so much funny stuff that happens out there. But uh, one that comes to mind from a few years ago was Angus Baker, who was a boarder from down at Robe. He was out there and he emceed the entertainment night, which is kind of a <laughs> traditional student-led evening on the last night on Goose. And he dressed up kind of similar to me. He had a bit more stuff on. He was sitting in a kayak. He had some um, box thorning overalls on, a snorkel mask, and he got everyone up to sing the national anthem and then the Scotch song. Um, and it was, it was funny, but it was also awesome because everyone, everyone got right into it. But sort of burnt into my memory, that image of him just with all that stuff on, um, conducting the choir, I guess. <laughs> uh, for me, I think it's, um, just like Mr Stilwell said, there's just so many memories. And I think in terms of uh, funny memories, sort of comes down to the, uh, that student entertainment night, I think Stilwell might have been talking about. Um, I've got this great memory of Max Footer um, doing some <laughs> impersonations of perhaps some of his teachers that he'd had over the years. So let's just say he got um, uh, Mr. Kilpatrick pretty much on point. <laughs> Did a I good think Albano. I've heard about yeah. that. And an Albano, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. What did we do, Poppy? We, we oh, sung Pitch Perfect, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. It I was me, me, Tess, Lucas, and Charlotte. And we well, did was Pitch Perfect, good. yeah. There were some of them that I like was in tears of and I had to leave. Yeah, because Max on the drums. <laughs> <laughs> he had pops and bands and was banging. It was pretty good because everyone kind of got involved in it. Yeah, it was. Unexpected. Yeah. I think that's what is great about Goose, yeah. like just getting involved. Yeah. And it's one of those nights, student entertainment night, where it can be, you know, if students don't want to get involved, it can just be pretty quiet and not very interesting. But it, the more students yeah. take on the opportunity to just put themselves out of their comfort zone, um, whether it's out in the aquatic activities or uh, doing student entertainment night, um, it's uh, more enjoyable for everybody. Yeah, everyone got a lot closer, I thought. Definitely. Um, Mr Tremaine, speaking about involvement, how have you gone so involved in Goose? Because I get Mr Steelwell, he's a bit out to red, but where's, where's this connection come from? Yeah, so for me, um, I've always been involved in uh, outdoor activities, whether it's uh, in my personal life or uh, through my connection Scouts. Um, and since I've been at Scotch, I've always been involved in a bit of outdoor ed, whether that was uh, 
oh, many years ago with the Year 7 camps. Um, I used to run a couple of those back in the day before Mr Stilwell was around, um, just sort of uh, filling in here and there where I can. Um, so it was always a great opportunity to get involved in the Goose program. And I suppose over the years I've learnt the, the ways of Goose, um, become competent in all of its operational procedures and everything else that goes with that. And uh, I've been given the opportunity over the last few years to lead several Goose camps. So it's good to... Um, be able to be in that position, uh, but also help other staff members uh, enjoy their goose time and uh, upskill them in terms of uh, the way we operate out at Goose Island. Nice. <laughs> um, do you guys have a favourite activity to do on goose? Uh, all three of the aquatic activities are awesome. I think it's it's so cool to be able to sail out in the open ocean. Uh, that's That's an amazing, unique experience. Um, kayaking around Wardang Island and just being able to go and explore these reefs and sort of bommies and these areas where the sea lions are. But I think probably a highlight for lots of people is swimming with the sea lions. Just they are the puppy dogs of the ocean. They're amazing. You can, yeah, swim underwater and they want to play and, and kind of mimic you. And sometimes they'll sit on the bottom and just look at you or sometimes they'll be super active and jumping out of the water. Um, that, that would definitely be my favourite. Um, I don't know if the two of you got that experience when you're out there. It's it's not it doesn't always know. happen, but you get lucky sometimes. Some. The seals were kind of quiet when we went, yeah. but the we went snorkeling. And yeah. Me and Tess went a few times. Yeah. It was so amazing. There was like that little reef, like kind of outside of that main rock thing. The rock thing. that one. There's a few yep. of those. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I saw some really cool fish. It was awesome. Yeah, so. Mr Tremaine, do you have a favourite activity? Uh, I think my favourite activity would be taking students out snorkelling, um, yep. getting the opportunities to um, you know, get them out in the water, um, experience what Mr Stilwell was talking about with the uh, sea lines, um, just the students' reactions and um, in pure enjoyment and just thinking that's amazing, like the best thing they've ever done um, as, a, as a probably, yeah, my favourite thing to do out at Goose Island. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I actually think one of my favourite things to do was baking. Me and oh, Kev yeah. and Charlotte, we made some scones and everyone, when they got back from doing that activity, because I think one day it might have been too windy or something for us to do it. Mm. So we stayed back and made scones and it was so awesome. I loved it. Yeah, everyone too. was just thrilled when they got back <laughs> and there was some hot scones waiting for them. Yeah. That's I love going to that um, beach. Yeah. There's a lot of beaches. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Though. On Wardang Island? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. And body surfing and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, who was doing cheerleading? Lucas Nunn and, and Regan <laughs> were throwing each other oh, in yeah. there. That was awesome too. And beach cricket with Manning. Oh. oh, that was awesome. If you guys were stranded on a desert island, what, were what would be three <laughs> items for survival? It's you, Tremaine. All right. So, <laughs> all you. you know, I have been thinking Logistics. about this. It's clear, you know. You're <laughs> You've out. been thinking about this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, Just in case. And, you know, if we're stuck out on, on Goose Island, I, I feel like you can use some of the resources that are there. So, you know, I'm not going to need water. You know, there's a bit of food. We might have to go fishing. I mean, I think there's something to go fishing with, actually. Mm -hmm. would be number mm -hmm. one there. I'm going to go get some fish. I need, need something thinking. to eat. Um, Look, I don't need technology. I'm just out there by myself. I don't. I don't need to worry about that. I don't need. I don't need a mobile phone. I don't even need a sat phone to call home. Just immerse yeah, yourself just in immerse nature. Just immerse myself in nature. <laughs> so, um, I think I need something to potentially light a fire with, something to catch some food with, um, and I think something just for a bit of, um, you know, what, take take the time out of the day. Probably probably a book to read or something like that, or just. <laughs> Just chill out. I'm not I'm not phased at all. <laughs> so you just bring that one book and just read that on repeat. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. And then, I can, and then I can light a fire with it when I need to. <laughs> oh. 
so fair enough. Amy Stewell. Oh, gosh. That's, Haven't that's, given it as much thought as I've, Mr. Tremaine. I've given it absolutely no thought. <laughs> um, especially on Goose, because there's, lot, yeah, there's lots of stuff there. I think, yeah, you can be practical about it, can't you? Light a fire, try and <laughs> store some water, <laughs> read a book, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, maybe having something to do to keep your mind um, off, off the boredom of being there by yourself yeah. would be really important. Um, the mind game would be huge if you're stuck out there other than just pure survival. Yeah, definitely. Um, so for those who haven't been to Goose, there's a local resident called Abraham and he lives on the activity beach. Yep. Yeah. And he's a big seal. So we were wondering how Abraham got his name and how long has he been around? <laughs> it's, that's a really good question. I, I think, I'm not, this isn't documented anywhere, but <laughs> I think that my brother, my youngest brother, Dave, actually named him about seven or eight years ago. He's an outdoor instructor and he came out and did some camps at Goose and um, Abraham, well, there wasn't a sea lion living on the activities beach or there sort of had been on and off, but then he just, just sort of took up residence <laughs> there and we kind of have to try and shoo him off the beach before we went down there every now and then to, to, to go kayaking, but... Um, I think, yeah, I think Dave named him once he stuck around for a whole camp and then it kind of lived on from there. Who knows if it's actually the same sea lion <laughs> yeah. that comes back every time, but... <laughs> just assume it is. We're committed to it. It's a good uh, yeah. name. And I suppose yeah. in some of those funny stories, it just reminds me of some times we've been going down to the activity beach to do some kayaking and, you know, the kayaks are nice and high on the, uh, on the beach there. You need to basically get past an Abraham the seal, <laughs> uh, sea lion sitting there on the beach and sometimes very stubborn and nobody wants to meet a... You know, how many kilos do you reckon there still was? Oh, it'd be a couple of hundred. A couple of hundred kilos sea lions sitting on the uh, yes. the beach there getting in your way. So we yeah. generally have to tip <laughs> right around the outside. So uh, it can be very challenging sometimes down there. Yes. Well, I remember on Goose having one of my most magical moments was with you, Miss Stilwell, when you had brought out the um, telescope and we oh, looked yeah. at Saturn and you could see the rings on it. That was like I'd ingrained in my brain forever. Yeah. Ooh. What are your guys' most magical moments? Um, well, you, yeah, you've got Mr. Tremaine to thank for, thank for that one, actually. Oh. He's the one who thank got you, the, Mr. Tremaine. <laughs> got the telescope sorted. It's yeah, amazing spot to have no light pollution and be able to do that, um, be able to see the stars like that. Could you actually um, believe there was rings around Saturn, though? Like, it no. actually looked like the photos. Yeah, it looks like when like people get those like yeah. little Pinterest tattoos. Yeah. yeah, it looks like one of them. And it's not until you actually see it <laughs> in your own eyes. <laughs> you like one of the, like little minimalistic tattoos. It's like little fine line. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Something to think about for the future. Yeah, might maybe. <laughs> um, my magical moment, I think. Oh, there's so many cool times when people really push themselves and do something that's outside of their comfort zone. I think that's that's really cool to witness from the other side of the fence. But I, I love the sunsets. I love when everyone's just when you've been doing stuff all day and everyone's kind of in that chilled zone. And you know there might be people sitting down on the rocks or up on the summit or um, just sitting out the front of the hut. Someone might be playing guitar. Um, people are just hanging out, having a chat. It's pretty low key and sort of watch the sun go down. I don't think we get to. You don't get to do that much in the city or you maybe don't make the time to do it but it just kind of happens there and yeah that's that is really magical really cool i love journaling because i don't usually <laughs> i don't usually journal but when yeah. we're on the camps it's just so nice to sit down and like have the ocean around you and yeah. sit down and actually write down what you've done in your day and journal yeah I, that's one of my favorite things to do on the camps. I agree i'm going to go with the opposite end of the day um first thing in the morning um little ritual ritual 
Morning activity, the um, jumping in for a morning dip. Um, but you know that this particular morning, a few years ago, the sun was coming up. Um, the warm, the weather was warm enough. It was it was nice and. Go in for the dip and all of a sudden uh, a couple of dolphins just come past as we're down there on for morning dip. Um, that is awesome. That's incredible. it actually brought a few people back in for a second morning dip when we were down there. <laughs> That's with, rare. With, with some staff <laughs> members. You know, drying off, like about to go back up for a cup of coffee or something. It's like nuts. Uh, dolphins are in the water, back in for another round. So, cool. so it was a, just that perfect uh, morning. Sun was coming up and there they were. It's incredible. I liked having that structure because you don't really make time for it in the morning, like going in the water. <laughs> Even though it's like, I don't know, I live kind of close to the beach, so I probably could yeah. if I wanted to, but like there's just no like structure to do that. So I really enjoyed that. I was happy we were forced into the water. <laughs> Thanks, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> encouraged. Encouraged. <laughs> Strongly encouraged. Um, last question. How would you describe goose in one sentence for those people who have never been? It's a difficult one. It's hard in one sentence. Yes. I'm just going to go with just an amazing opportunity to be out there disconnecting um, and spending time in nature. Yeah, I would say it's a, it's a magical, unique place to be able to disconnect and, and reconnect with people around you. Yeah. Mm. I think those both summarise so, it quite nicely. How would you describe it? Um, it's a tough question. <laughs> it is. There's so many things about it. I think probably there's just... A good time to kind of just be with your friends, get to know new people, and learn some new skills. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I can't think of a sentence, <laughs> so I'll just agree. <laughs> well, Mr. Tremaine, before we actually started the podcast, he was making some fun noises into the uh, <laughs> <coughs> microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones. <laughs> and I think on that note, <laughs> thank you for joining us yes, for episode 16. <laughs> um, see you next time. Thanks for coming out, guys. Thanks for having us. Pleasure.